For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Larry Hughes is going to pop out and get the ball. Jordan's going to rub his man off of Leitner and then cut down the center and gets a nice pass from Larry Hughes. Welcome in, Wizards fans, to another Believe in Wizards podcast. I'm your host, Matt Moderno. Today, I've got a fun conversation with a local basketball player. He is not one of the Wizards, but he's probably just as tall as the vast majority of them. We've got Matt Rogers. He's a six foot nine forward going into his third season for American University's basketball team. He's a Marylander. He's from the Hagerstown area. So we're going to get into like his career and his season, upcoming season, a little bit here and what we can expect from the American team. But we're going to talk Wizards, we're going to talk NBA, we're going to talk uh, all the stuff that you guys tuned in this show for. So I thought this was kind of a nice way to blend a little bit of other basketball outside of the Wizards, but also still keep it to the kind of content that you know you all are tuned in here to get. So we'll, we'll get to that in a couple minutes. Just a few notes on Matt's game. Played in 29 games last year for Americans, started 23 of them, averaged nine and a half points, about five rebounds, two assists, shot almost uh, 58% from the field, which puts him just outside the top 10 all-time for a single-season field goal percentage for American, and they've had some really good teams. Former NBA player Kermit Washington played at American, Gary Williams coached there, so uh, there's some long history, and Matt's well on his way to a really good career for a good program, so really cool to talk to him and get some insight into him and what it's like being a college basketball player these days, and who knows, maybe we'll see him in an NBA jersey here one day. So we'll get to that in a second, but first, just a word from our sponsor, Bet Online. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline. Where the game starts. Okay, cool. Now that we got that out of the way, let's get to our conversation with Matt Rogers from American University. Okay, I'm pleased to be joined by Matt Rogers of the American University basketball team. Matt, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I did this in this soft intro for everybody. I told them about you as a player and, and that you're from the uh, greater area. You're from like up near Harpers Ferry somewhere, right? Yeah, Harpers Ferry. I'm actually literally five minutes away from there. Nice. Not even... Not even. So I go there. I, I go there just for some hikes. It's a great area. I love the area. So, uh, yeah, I think for the DC area folks, sometimes we kind of like neglect how close that actually is to here. You know, yeah. it's a lot of cool stuff we can get up there and do. So, very cool. Being from Maryland originally, did you grow up a Wizards fan? I guess is the most important question to start out with here. Uh, as hard it is to say yes, I did because, uh, Wizards for me, I've never really seen, uh, the limelight or the great uh, the greatness of the wizards but it's 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 been a rough ride but i love it and i stay i stick with it 
I feel like for every DC fan, you have to say that now. So, but I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> for everybody listening to this, since it's audio only, you can't see this right now, but Matt does have the Orioles flag up behind him. So I, I respect that as a fellow O's fan. Uh, this is, yep. this is our year compared to the last, you know, five or six. So <laughs> cool to see them uh, turn it around a little bit. Yes. It's been a great year. I've been, I went to a couple games this year. I would never was uh my mom and my mom raised me to be an Orioles fan. They they weren't here mm-hmm. or they came back when my grandfather was a was a, he was a Nats fan mm-hmm. and they left. So he said, All right, I'm gonna be an Orioles fan now. And then once they came back, it was like, No, we can't switch back now. So we stayed Orioles fans. So I'm one of those weird uh uh D C fans, but I'm an Orioles fan instead of a Nats fan. So I uh, I, I am it. an Orioles Ravens wizards fan so i I, it's my sort of one outlier but even if there was a baltimore uh nba team i I think i've stuck with the wizards for this long now that i i gotta see this through so i I guess for someone you know in their early 20s what's your first memory of these wizards teams like what were the wizards teams that got you into you know this franchise well i stick with um for sure i'm a john wall ride or die I loved John Wall growing up. Bradley Beal was there, but I, you know, uh, he wasn't like my first love. It was definitely those those days with John Wall to pick and roll with Marcin Gortat and and all those guys. Those order those Otto Porter early days. I don't know. It's just something about those days where they took us to those Eastern Conference Finals, but they could never get it. You know, could never get it done. But it was those those days were super fun for me. Just watching that and growing up with that was it was so exciting. Yeah. Was watching them play at all sort of uh, inspirational to you or anyway, or help you foster yeah, your yeah. love for the game to play? When you watch, when you watch like John Wall, he plays with, he plays with so much passion. You know, he's just out there hustling. He kind of reminds you of like a almost like a Russell, not as you know, not as aggressive and sure. I'm all out in your face type as Russell Westbrook, but like he's there. He's he's dunking on people. He's he's running up the court. He's so fast. It's like that really inspired me to play with so much passion and be so aggressive and play that with my game as well. So I just loved everything about it. I've seen you set a good screen or two, so I can imagine you would have fun playing next to somebody like that. Too. Yeah, yeah this, this is super fun. So is Wall your favorite former or current Wizards player? Um, Yeah, for sure. I'd say it would be Wall and then it would be Bill. I got, I don't know, I got so many real, because Bill is the one that sticked around. So I've had, I'm a jersey collector myself. I've nice. so many NBA jerseys, not just Wizards, but I got plenty of NBA jerseys. And I've gotten every single Bill jersey, I think, the last couple of years because you know the wizards are so their jerseys are you know top of line i, I believe so mm-hmm. especially with this year they got the, the throwbacks coming out and they got the cherry blossoms i'm definitely gonna have to cop those it's just gonna keep adding on <laughs> so yeah you you probably missed out on the original blue or you know teal and gold and, and, and black uniform so do you like those coming back i do i do like those actually i like it it's it's even more crispier i feel like this time with the nike and yeah. that, that collaboration but the, the ogs were those were nice. I didn't. I, I couldn't cop one myself. I wasn't that old, but I, I really like those. I've got the uh, old Gilbert Arenas blue blue jersey hanging in the closet right behind me here. So. Gilbert Arenas, yes. Uh, favorite non wizard, I guess. Anybody that you kind of really pay attention to that's not favorite non wizard. Uh, just of course, being a local guy, Kate, Katie is always you know Katie's always in the back of your mind. But then I'm also I'm, I'm a LeBron guy. I've, I've been those, those two have been like the top of the league for what 15 years now it's yeah, like i don't know katie just especially katie you love his game it's just like he's 6 11 and he's out there like a point guard just like there's nothing different than that 
I remember walking into our high school locker room uh, after after like playing pa- basketball in the gym, and you see up on the wall every day they would hang like newspaper clippings. Still, is that how old we are? Over uh, like who was having like the best season in the local area? And every week the player of the week was this guy from Montrose Christian named Kevin Durant. And we're like, wow, he's six ten. He's putting up these huge numbers, a lot of rebounds. Mm-hmm. Like he's got to be the best center that's coming out of the area in a long time. And then when I finally saw him go to Texas, I'm like, oh, he's maybe 160 pounds. <laughs> like it was not what I expected him to look like. He's different. That was uh, slightly before all the Instagram uh, videos and stuff when you didn't right. actually know what every prospect looked like. Yeah, you had to actually go see him in person to, to believe it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, any, whether it's a former wizard or current NBA player, former current player um, that you model your own game after or guys you like to watch tape of to kind of pick things mm. up? That's a hard question because the NBA is, you know, it's, it's a lot different than college basketball. So, because like college basketball, there's a lot more plays. You got to be more strict. NBA is more flow, yeah. uh, open space. But if I would, on the current team, I really, I really do. I really like Kyle Kuzma's game, honestly. He's you know he's a three and D almost yeah three and D guy now honestly mm-hmm. his defense has really improved since he came over here to the Wizards so but I really like uh, Kyle's game it's it's something I like to watch I, I watch almost every Wizards game so uh, when I'm locked in I, I really like watching Kyle's game. Do you watch sure. as a fan or do you watch somewhat for as a player to like hey are there things I can steal from guys or or things I'd like to try I watch to incorporate? I like to watch us both. I like to watch us both because there's that fan aspect of me being you know still a kid loving basketball. I really like I just like getting into the games. But then you're like oh yeah I can go do this tomorrow night at practice. Right. And you're like yeah I do steal some of those some of those moves some of those, those shots. And you're just like yeah I can do that. I know I can do that. <laughs> I would imagine for you guys, you watch so much film during the season anyway, that it's probably yeah. nice to turn the brain off for a little bit too, and just enjoy basketball. It is. Stuff. It is. Uh, so thoughts on this year's Wizards team, I guess. Any predictions? How do you feel about the group? Mm. What, what do you think? I, feel, like? I like the group a lot, honestly. It's, it has improved. I, like, I love that the Wizards uh, Nuggets trade this year. I like getting Monte over here. I feel like he's going to be a huge improvement from what we've had the last couple of years. Nothing that, against, you know, like Neto and stuff like that, but like I needed a solid point guard. Mm-hmm. And I think Monte can give you that. Uh, I don't like how everybody's like lowballing us this year where nobody's really talking about it, but like that's the Wizards, you know. I feel like I don't want to put us too high, but like a six or a seven is, is not crazy to me. I don't know. I feel like the East is it's not as good as it used to be. It's 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 it's, a, it's everybody's game, right? And like around that seven, six, seven, eight spot is it's open. So if they really want to take advantage of it, advantage of it, they can. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think like overall, the worst teams are better. But after the first like four teams, I think there's like an opportunity for for somebody to sneak in. And it seems like every year there's at least one team that takes a jump that nobody expects. And I don't see why the Wizards couldn't be that team to kind of surprise people. Right. So you mentioned the Monte Morris pickup. Anything else they did this offseason that, you know, kind of stood out to you? Um, Other oh, Will, Will Barton or yeah, Will Barton. Davis? Will Barton coming off like the the bench, I would assume, right? Yeah, coming off the bench like a six-man. He's just a, a well-polished scorer, and we need that off the bench. Last year, I feel like our bench was a little stagnant. So having a scorer coming off the bench and not having to put all the load on like, you know, Beal and those guys, uh, having it's just it's, it's nice to have. Um, I like the Johnny Davis pickup. 
personally, I'm not, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I'm not going to lie. Cause I didn't, I thought he was a really good college player, but you know, some of those college players that are really good at scoring don't, don't translate to the NBA, but we'll see how it goes. Um, I like him overall game is pretty good. His shot. I think he needs to improve his shot a little bit, the three point line, but other than that, I feel like he'll do good coming off the bench. It should be fine. Uh, so you are a forward, as I mentioned here, right? Yeah, so uh, the, wizard, the wizards are a bit of a log jam at the three slash four here. <laughs> so I guess, you know, what would you do as the starting uh, small forward spot for the Wizards this season? So we've got Monte as the point guard, Beal as a shooting guard, probably Kuzma, I would imagine, is locked in as the starter at power forward and Porzingis mm-hmm. at center. So I guess you can pick between Barton, Rui Hachimura, Denny Avdia, or Corey Kispert. Uh, who would you go with and why, I guess? Mm. You know, I, I've loved Rui ever since he came. and I, I wasn't these first two years of Denny have been okay, but he needs to improve his scoring. But if I'm going, I already have Beal and I have Kuzma and I have Kristaps who can score a little bit. I think I'm going to have to start Advia just because of his defensive presence. You know, he really, he, he, he locks in on that their top guy or the second best guy every night. And he's doing a, he's doing a pretty good job for, for the NBA. So if I want a good, I need that good defensive small forward, because he doesn't have to score for us, honestly, to be in the starting point, starting lineup. So I like him. And then you can rotate Rui in there as well. There's nothing wrong with Rui. He plays decent defense too. But I I think Advia's defense is what's going to put him inside the starting lineup this year consistently. You know, I think a lot of what we saw from him offensively, the struggles have been like a confidence thing. And, and you yeah. can probably talk to this better than uh, most of us yeah. can. But how much of basketball is built on confidence? And do you think that's kind of what, you know, what we've seen from him, I guess? Yeah. When you, I personally can talk about this because this year I struggled a little bit in the beginning of the season or towards the middle of the season when I was shooting, it's just like, you don't want to mess up, especially for young guys like me. I was second year. He was a second year. You're like, I don't want to mess up. Mm-hmm. So you're like, should I shoot the shot? And then you start hesitating. You just got to go out there. You got to shoot your shot. You, you know, you worked on this shot all summer, all year. So you just, yes, it. Confidence is, I would say, about 80% of the game, honestly. It's like your headspace, what you do at daily. You just got to believe in yourself, which we, everybody works on. I've been working on that a lot this summer. It's like, I, I know I can shoot these shots. I've been working on this shot all summer. I'm just got to go out there and perform. Is that somewhat on your coaches, your teammates, to empower you to, if you get a look at it, take it? Or is that all internal? Like, how, how do you kind of yeah. juggle that? Yeah, for sure. Your coach... You know he puts pressure on you, but he wants you to do the, you do your best for yourself as well. So, and your teammates are always my teammates. I've always told me, "Yo, you're wide open, shoot that shot." I'm like, "I know, I know, I just don't want to mess up." Type thing. So, you, teammates are always boosting your confidence for sure. So, I'm not worried. Like his teammates should be fine. It's more like the coach. You don't want to mess up with the coach. The coach wants you to be your best as well. He doesn't want you to be up. He doesn't want guys that are a nervous wreck out there either. So. It's like, it's a little bit of both, honestly. The coach, his teammates, you don't want to mess up with your teammates. So, yeah. Is that hard being like one of the younger guys in a starting lineup? Because you started most of your games last year, and I think you mm-hmm. had some slightly more veteran teammates playing next to you. Yeah. Like as, as the younger guy in the group, what's that like to try to figure out that space of when to shoot, when to pass, you know, when to yeah. like lean on them? Yeah. Personally, we had, um, towards the end of the year, or middle of the year, we had a lot of young guys in there, but so we we have three or four older guys, and it's just like those guys give you confidence, honestly, because they're playing so smooth, so slow. They're used to the tempo of college mm-hmm. basketball. So like you're like, I just want to be like them. So you try to play like them. You try to do their tempo. 
so it is it's very nice having that that older guy in there so now that i'm the older guy now i'm the upperclassman so we have one two three i think four upperclassmen starting for us now so um I, I'm going to start to go into that role, and I'm going to be the guy that wants to slow down. We have a couple of freshmen coming in, so I'm going to be that guy that wants to to step up and be in that role now. I remember on draft night, or maybe it was the day after when they did the first press conference to them. I asked Denny specifically, like, "Hey, you're transitioning to the NBA. Guys are going to be more athletic. The game is faster. Will that be a learning curve for you?" And he's like, "No, I've played plenty of athletic people before. I'll be fine." But I think we've seen him struggle maybe to adjust with. Some of those mm-hmm. things. Can you talk about what that was like for yourself going from high school to college and kind of like, you know, the competition level really ramping up yes. and how you adjust to that? Uh, yeah, for sure. My first, what was it? My first game ever, because we, I, I was COVID freshman, so I didn't play so many games in the Patriot League. Mm-hmm. Um, we only played around, I think, 12. I think we had the least amount of games in the NCAA my freshman year as any team. Um because we had a bunch of COVID stuff with being in DC, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was it was an adjustment for sure. Um, I went to a private school up in Hagerstown called Gretty, which we played top level teams. We played in the BCL, we played St. Francis, Mount St. Joe's, all these teams. But it was it really helped me. But when I got to college, it was so fast, sure. and I was playing uh, the four last year. But I adjusted to the center by the end of my freshman year as well, um, and it really I was I could tell that I wasn't ready. Uh, my freshman year so I really took it personal I went back home I, I I ran a lot that's what it is it's the conditioning part of basketball it's what's really gets you um when you take a couple hits how are you gonna how are you gonna fight back because you're out of breath now mm-hmm. especially playing the center I'm I'm getting banged up right. constantly constantly taking an elbow to the ribs here and there and, and you're just like you gotta go you gotta keep going it's like, and my first first like oh my gosh I'm in college basketball was like playing Navy and you mm-hmm. can imagine a bunch of Navy shipmen banging into you constantly, constantly. You're like, how do I do this? But yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it's the Patriot League. It's I feel like it's so underrated for how good the basketball truly is because of all the movement and uh, all the actual star power we have down here. It's 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 fun to watch. How much was film study important for you, like getting up to speed and, and catching up to like you know, the style of play and, and yeah. kind of learning everything? Yeah, learning tendencies is one of the biggest things. Like you're playing, um, not that the same type of players, but you're playing around the same type of players. Like everybody has like a six eight, six nine, six ten, big big center in the Patriots League. And I'm I'm a skinnier guy. I'm not I'm not two hundred and fifty pounds like these guys. So I had to learn how to move, get around these people. And and I really improved on that this summer. I I studied how they how they post up, how I have to get around them, not make contact and. I have to finish around the rim and all this type of different stuff that I never even thought I would have to do before. But um, especially watching film and how they how these guys react to certain moves, I, I really learned from that. Did it take some amount of like learning that you know it might be a mismatch for you to guard a bigger, more physical guy, but it's also a mismatch for them to have to guard a quicker, shiftier quicker. guy? Yeah, it is. It is. It's it's like pros and cons to it, you know. I like a pro I'm quicker, but I'm not as strong. So I gotta, I gotta learn. I gotta get in the weight room, all this stuff, but it, 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 it was a learning experience and I enjoyed every step of it. And I'm, I'm ready for this year for sure. I know what, to, know what to expect after starting. I, don't know, I think it started 20 games. So last year uh, I took over, I took over the starting job halfway through. So yeah, uh, it's, it's, 
it was a learning experience the first couple of games that I did pretty good. And then there was a couple of games where I had a rough stretch with the bigger guys, but then I learned from that. So I feel like I'm well-rounded this year. I'm going to be even better. You mentioned you guys had a fairly young team, especially by the end of the year. A lot of younger guys were yeah. getting minutes. You finished 10 and 22 on the season, but what can fans expect this year now that you guys have a little more seasoning and, and you know, some maturation? Um, they can expect a lot more quickness. We're going to be, I feel like this year, our, our group overall, we've came into the season a lot, like simple-minded. We're ready. Like we've changed the culture, I would say. And we're all the guys have been locked in. We had, we had summer workouts this year and there was about 75 to 80% of the team was there. Like the guys that couldn't be there, um, they were going to be there, but, um, we, we really locked in. We wanted to change the culture on how we approached workouts, how we approached lifts. And we did that and everybody's been locked in and we've, we've been having really good practices these first couple of weeks. Uh, we're starting to get into it now. I think we have a scrimmage coming up at the end of October and we're going to be super prepared for that. Um, but on the court, you can expect a lot of quickness, a lot of a lot of three point shooting. Our offense, our offense is a, a lot of three point shooting, and then but we also like to get into the posts with our centers. We actually got um, a seven footer that just came in our, for our freshman. He's going to be backing me up. We have another six nine guy, uh, Matt Delaney, that's super physical, big, quick, strong guy. So down low, we're we're set, and we have a bunch of good wings. We actually have the. Rookie of the year from two years ago that was in my class, Johnny O'Neill, that's been doing really good. He's been working. Or we have some Colin Smalls, our point guard, that's been doing really good. So we're prepared. We're gonna, we got a lot of a lot of experience now. With I think we have there's like nine juniors that were in my class that are now juniors. That's so huge. it's we have a lot of guys, a lot of older guys that have been around now, and we're ready. We're ready for this league. I think it's our year. Like. I say that every year, you know, everybody says that every year, but like we've been around it now. We've we experienced, we know how, what it takes to win in those, like those Patriot League games with four minutes left. You know, every, every Patriot League game, it comes down to like that last quarter. Mm-hmm. And I, we believe we can take it this year. What's the environment like at an American game for anybody that's, that's never seen it. It's exciting. Um, especially towards the end of the year when we're going, we're getting close to the playoffs, the student section, we have, the, it's called the blue AU blue crew. Um, they, they really prepare the games for us. They uh, they do giveaways and all this stuff for the students. So there's a big student outing every game usually. And yeah, it's just a fun environment to be around. It's loud. Like the, have you ever been to American? They have four sections on each, like uh, bleachers on each side. So it's, it's full, it's usually full and it's, it's exciting for sure. If this was your first year playing with actual fans in the stands, like how much of a change was that, you know, for, from for first year to second year? <laughs> Yeah, for, yeah. The first year it was it was really quiet. I was like, "Wow, I haven't done this. I don't know. I've Ever. never done this." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "I usually got my mom there at least. Like my mom's <laughs> always there. Yeah. If she could like there was a couple games where she could come. Like, but you couldn't. I don't think they could come. Now that I remember they couldn't even come to a home game in DC for a long time. Crazy. So yeah, it was it was a, it was an adjustment, especially with like you know opposing student sections. You're like, oh shoot. I got to get back to adjusted to people talking in my ear and all this stuff. It's just like, but it's, that's, that's the part I love about the game. Like when you're like the students and like everybody there is just like, it's just, I don't know. College basketball is a lot different is that like everybody's passionate about it. So like those, those fans there are really caring about the game. So like you just, you just want to lock in and you want to perform in front of everybody. You mentioned kind of the culture shift and that's something the wizards have been focused on. You know, we've seen Tommy mm-hmm. Shepard prioritize just like, 
you know, good dudes. And I know Americans had like a motto of like character forged. So character has been an important part for you Mm -hmm. guys. What's that like to just be like surrounded by teammates you actually like, like how much of an advantage is that? Oh, it's, it's a super advantage because your chemistry is out the roof. You know, everybody believes in everybody. Everybody wants to be there. You know that. So like when you go into practice, everybody's giving a hundred percent, hundred and ten percent effort every time. And you know you're gonna get better over the season and, and stuff like that. It just it gives an overall morale boost to everybody because you know everybody wants to be better. So yeah, for sure. I I like that. I liked it a lot. This is something I always go back and forth on, and I'd love to get your perspective as somebody in a basketball locker room these days. Like, is it possible to have too many nice guys though? Like, do you need somebody to be kind of the a-hole on the team? Yeah, <laughs> not like the a hole in the locker room. Not not to each that, other, but like somebody on the court. Like on that's... the court, yes, for sure. You need that person that's going to be like, "Yo, you you messed up." You, you, we every and we have those guys that hold each other accountable, and you know, yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes it gets annoying, but like yeah. that's how it is. But you need that guy to keep everybody in line, and we have. I believe we have that guy. We have multiple guys like that. Um, and it's 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 always great to have somebody that's there to hold you accountable and like especially like I don't know and like you need that towards the late season and the end of the games you're like okay we need this right now you got you can't mess up you need this this you know it's great to have those guys. One of the things Tommy Shepard said at media day was that sometimes the best coaches are the players in the locker room. It sounds like that's something you'd agree with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can you repeat that again. He said that sometimes the best coaches are the players in the locker room that, you know, yeah. that it means more coming from your teammate than it would a coach essentially. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cause you know, cause those guys are the ones that you're going through it with you. So, um, uh, yeah, I think that's, I think that's a good call by Mr. Shepard. I knows what he's talking about there. Uh, I think so. <laughs> so. So what about American sold you? Like why, why American, your local guy had some options. Like why, why this team? American wanted to sell me because it's one it's in DC. I love DC. I loved everything about DC. Um, American. It's not like, it's not like GW. It's not like our like Catholic or any of those down in like downtown DC. It's not too busy. Mm-hmm. It's if you come out to American, you're like, we're in DC right now. I thought we we're in Maryland, but you know, you're in DC. Um, I love how quiet it is. It's, it's like a family, family atmosphere down here. Everybody knows, like mostly everybody, like the sports department. I, I know like everybody. Um, and it's, again, another one was, my second point was it's close to home. It's like an hour away. Uh, my mom and my grandparents and my family, all of them come to almost every game that they have my whole life. So, um, it was, that was another deciding factor for sure. Um, yeah, I think those are my two biggest points for coming here. But and then the coaching staff, you can't, you know, when you're going to recruiting for college basketball, you can't always think about the coaching staff and like you don't want to rely on your recruiting on the coaching staff. But that was another big reason they really brought me in here and they really wanted me. So I was like, yeah, I've, I want to go somewhere I'm wanted. And I know I'm going to be able to play. I, I get a decent rate. So that's why I came here. Your head coach, Coach Brennan, obviously knows this area super well. He's been in American before. Uh, he was at, I want to say he was at, uh, um georgetown for a while is that mm-hmm. right yeah mm-hmm. so like he, yeah, he was. he's got the lay of the land here uh so that probably yeah. helps too yeah it does any long-term career goals basketball wise like is the goal to play professionally someday like wh- what are you thinking long term yeah long term i I'm for sure want to play professionally um overseas is something i've always dreamed about uh, i've been overseas once in my life i went to germany and i loved everything about it um 
So I want to I want to play over there anywhere, like regardless anywhere in Europe. I want I, I want to play basketball, but I also want to travel the world. So like, if I can play overseas, that would be that's like my long term goal. And of course, you know, if if I work keep working, like I'm going to the NBA, you never know what could happen. So that would be another big time goal. But for sure, I want to go overseas. That's just like a that's like a dream of mine. We just had Will Barton say recently that being from Maryland, like his dream was always to play in a Wizards jersey. Is that the yeah. is that the ultimate dream? If I ever stepped on court at a Wizards game in the Wizards jersey, I think I would cry. <laughs> <laughs> that is like, I don't know. I've been watching them since I was like five or six, man. It's, that would be like the end, the end goal of basketball for me. It's just like you're in awe, you know. You're playing in D.C. in front of your hometown. It's, there's nothing like it. Uh, last question and I'll get you out of here. I guess just curious to get a current college player's perspective on things like the transfer portal and NIL and any of that stuff. You, you don't have to go into specifics or anything. I don't want to, I don't know if any of that can get you in trouble or anything, but just. No, no, you're good. What's that I like? I currently, yeah, I don't currently have any NIL or anything like that because it's, it's as a mid-major guy, it's a little bit harder for us, you know, if you don't know the right people, but for the NIL, it's really changed and I really enjoy like the process of it and being able to, if I want to find a, a deal endorsement deal or something like that. But yeah, it's, it's helped a lot of those other guys promote themselves. You know, it's just like, we're the ones playing. So why can't we get paid type of deal? You know, it's, it's been really eye opening and I love the experience about it. Um, and then in the transfer portal, it's just like, it's crazy. You know, there's thousands of players in there and some of them don't even come out. A lot of them don't come out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got to really test the waters. You got to really know people and you got to know what you're doing if you want to go on the transfer portal. Um, but it's also another great option to have, you know, you don't have to sit. I, I'm pretty sure you don't have to sit out a year anymore no. if you go in your first year. So that's, uh, that's another big thing on why people do that. They're like, if I don't want to play here, I don't play, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go in the transfer portal. So, um, it's 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 really interesting to see the type of guys that go in there. You know, you're like, no way, you just went in there, like yeah. type of thing. But like for guys like like graduates, I, I I feel like it's a good it's another great opportunity for like a grad senior or a senior that's going into their last year that wants to go somewhere higher, maybe. And we've seen a lot of that from the Patriot League and leagues like like maybe major leagues. They guys that perform really well and they go even higher for their last year. That's something exciting. So you really gotta take advantage of it. All right. If anyone's listening to this and they've got something they want to promote company wise uh, and they need a spokesperson, they want a college athlete, local college star yeah. here, uh, reach out to Matt. We'll uh, we'll put you in touch with him here for some uh, NIL Thank deals. You. All right. Last thing, Matt, Eastern Conference champ, Western Conference champ. What do you got from each conference? Uh, I mean, look real quick. Put you on the not, spot here. Do we see a, spot. a Golden State uh, run it back or are we see in the... The Bucks make a run out of the East. Who, uh, like, who would you favor? I like. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sold on the Bucks. I like the Bucks. Okay. They're solid every year. You know, they 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 win ninety some games every year. But I, I'm not giving up on the Nets yet. I can't give up on the Nets. I know. I know the whole Kyrie, Ben, Ben Simmons, KD thing. It's been it's been icky right now. But I believe if they if they lock in, and they get a full summer together, and they get a full off season together, it's going to be really scary for the NBA. Because they were they were going crazy. Kyrie and Katie were going crazy for a, a while there. Yeah. So I like I like the Nets. I like the Nets as the Eastern uh, ECF, and then the Western. I think I think it's going to be hard to stop Steph again. It's just 
the Warriors are the Warriors. Yep. There's always going to be the Warriors. <laughs> so until Steph leaves, it's going to be rough. But I like I like I like the Nets and I like the Warriors this year. I like that. I'm I'm coming around on the Nets too. I just listened to Ben Simmons do an interview on the JJ Reddick podcast, yep. and he seemed like really focused and locked in. So uh, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to have to mess with them. Yeah, I don't I don't think you want to. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, Matt, thank you for the time. Anything you have going thank on you. off the court or anything like that you want to promote? And, and where can people find you on social media? Yeah, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Matt, uh, Matt underscore Rogers on Instagram and Matt underscore Rogers four on Twitter. Um, I got nothing going on at Super right now. Just locked in for the season. Super prepared. This official season starts on Wednesday this week. So um, first scrimmage in October. First game, November 9th against Marist at Marist. And then their first game is November 16th at home against, uh, I don't know the exact team, but we're at home. So nice. if you want to come out, come out. We really appreciate it for sure. Um, it's going to be a fun season. We'd love to have you back on throughout the season, check in, see how yeah. it's going when you have some time and, sure. and we can catch up on uh, how the Wizards have been doing in the meantime. Oh, uh, yes. All right. Very Thank cool. Thank you so much. Uh, Matt, thanks for the time. Everybody, this has been Believe in Wizards. As always, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we were presented by betonline.ag. Catch you next week. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.